The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. I just have to tell you that this will be one of those shows because I'm just... (laughs) I'm just not sure how it might go, so put the kitties to bed, turn down the volume, or get in your car because Raider Greg will be going off on this show. 442! Before I get into the show, I can tell that you can tell the sound quality isn't quite the same because I'm doing it at the firehouse, so we've got kind of an echo thing going on here. You've heard it before, you're going to hear it again on this show. So, without further ado, on today's show, we will have the post game for the season opener against the Bungles. Um, I. <laughs> Words just don't make it. And I'm going to try to put as many words in there and expletives for sure. Oh my gosh, what a game. And of course, we have to do a pregame for the Ravens. Ravens are coming to town. They lost to Dender by a few points by just almost winning in the end. A true competitive game. We'll hit on that for sure. And of course, the bone line, which, well... It's my therapy, and that's a fact. That'll wrap it up, and let's just call it what it is. <laughs> I hate doing these freaking shows when we do this. So let's get right into the show, shall we? The crushing at O.co. The Raiders came out flat. No, they came out less than flat. On a beautiful Sunday morning, uh, the Raider Nation was in the freaking house. Let me just say... That the tailgate, as always, but in special occasions like this season, with so much hope, so much hope, so much positive vibe, everyone was talking positive. There were very few negatives. I mean, did we all drink from the same (laughs) Kool-Aid? Is it just something? I saw it in camp. I mean, everyone else did. 95.7 did. Coach, welcome to the Damon Bruce Show. It's a pleasure to have you on. I'm sorry that our first conversation is kind of kicking off like this one, but it is great to know that we're going to have you all all season long. So uh, after taking a licking like that, let me begin with the uh, how are you? Okay. Good. You know, moving on. Good. I, I'm glad. You know, I was very optimistic about your team, and I think a lot of people were in the 3-13 and 13, uh, 33 and 13 start there to Cincinnati wasn't really what anyone expected. Uh, it was a team-wide, you know, bad afternoon. What surprised you the most about what you saw from your team or what you didn't see from your team? Well, I think, you know, the biggest thing was, uh, you know, we had made significant progress in some of the basic fundamentals that we know we need to play with. And, uh, you know, really, a lot of them disappeared. I mean, it's like, you know, now now you put it together, now you put it – now you put it together, make it all work, and uh, and we and we regressed, you know. And that's just, you know, look, we'll go right back, point it out. Guys are going to understand very clearly what we're asking of them and what what it needs to look like. 
and uh, and and look, we're we're all in it together. Players, coaches, everybody. Uh, you know, I, I got after the staff pretty good this morning. Uh, I took heat yesterday myself for, you know, to me, ultimately I'm responsible. So, look, we didn't have a good day. It was a bad day. Not not the way we wanted to start, but, uh, you know, look, we'll we'll, we'll uh, put that thing behind us and learn what we can from it and get ourselves ready for uh, Baltimore coming in. The thing that surprised me maybe the most was how ineffective Ken Norton's defensive front was. I really think this defensive line has got to be a strength of your your team this year, and it wasn't yesterday. Why? Uh, well, you know, look, when you don't do things properly and you stay on the field longer than you need to, you know, things start to look like that. Uh, there, there were some moments where it was stout, and there were some moments where you let things get away. And, uh, you know, the very first third down of the game was a play that we should stop. You know, we expect to stop. Uh, you know, the, the, the goal line play at the end where they, where they score the end of that drive. I mean, we had a chance to stop it. So, you know, you get a couple of those stops, the whole field's different. I think the whole afternoon might have played out a little bit differently if you hadn't have pushed all your chips into the middle and gone for it so early on fourth and short on your own side of the field. And everyone has been asking all day today what your thinking was behind that. And without second guessing, I guess my question for you, Coach Del Rio, is did you think that that was a must-have-it moment in the game, that you wouldn't be able to win that game without that conversion? I was stunned to see you go for it there. Yeah, like like to have it back when it doesn't work. You know, um, the bottom line is uh, we've got a big line. We've talked about being able to run the ball. We needed a yard. Um, you know, look, look. If it, if it works, then we're then we're continuing to move the ball, get some points before before the first half is up. You know, there's about five minutes left in the first half. Uh, didn't work out that way, and uh, so that's that's one where the head coach puts his. Puts his uh, self on the line there, and it didn't go the way we wanted. Uh, obviously, the injury to Derek Carr is also on everyone else's mind today, and we saw the report that his thumb injury wasn't as bad as originally feared. Can you update us, and do you have expectations that Derek Carr can play suit up on Sunday? Yeah, it looks like uh, looks like we may have avoided a real problem there. So, um, yeah, we, we anticipate that he'll, he's going to be okay. That's good news. We're talking with Raider head coach Jack Del Rio here on 95.7 The Game. In any way, Coach, did Alden Smith's late-week addition to the roster lead to your team maybe taking its eye off the ball a little bit? Uh, if you thought you were ready to win on Thursday, or all of a sudden is Alden Smith at your disposal now? I'm guessing confidence was running high. Did it distract you? No, no, I don't think so. I, I Listen, I... If if you need somebody to blame, just blame me. No problem. I can shoulder that. You know, it's a it's a situation where we did not play good football. Nowhere near the kind of football we're capable of playing. And uh, does a day like that is not going to diminish my faith. I believe I believe in the men in this building. I believe in the coaches and players and all the work that we're putting into. Uh, this season, and I uh, believe we'll play a lot better football this Sunday. Well, it's just one week of a long season down. It wasn't the start that anyone wanted. I know you and your teammates, the fans all included in that. Um, you know, I do see some some, some good things happening, though, with Alden Smith and Khalil Mack both coming after the same quarterback at the same time. I think that that'll be a big reason why you will improve defensively at some point. Uh, coming up, and hopefully that point is on Sunday against the Ravens. Can you tell me a little bit about what it was like to get Alden Smith ready to play in about two days? Well, you know, we didn't we didn't ask him to do a lot. I mean, he was a just an outside pass rusher in a sub package, and uh, you know that's something that comes very natural to him. So you know, wasn't a great deal of preparation uh, involved in it. Uh, 
you know, Jethro Franklin. I don't want to take away from what Jethro did and what Kenny did to get him up to speed, uh, so that so that he could play in our sub package. But uh, that's that's what that's what they did. Now, Coach, you said you didn't see it live. I'm sure you've seen it now. Do you think that Adam Jones should be suspended for smashing Amari Cooper's head into his own helmet? Well, I'm just shocked that. Uh, know that the guys that uh, are officiating the game missed that i don't i don't know how you could i don't know how you could miss that um you know there's a lot of ruckus going on with uh you know with with our lineman going down and taking up for his guy which you know looking at the film i i, I respect that and appreciate that you know looking after his guy like that i mean it was it was something that uh, really is amazing that it didn't get uh that it wasn't seen and that it wasn't uh you know put to rest right there so uh, but I'll, I'll let the, the people that make those decisions, I'll let them worry about, you know, whether whether he loses time or not. Well, I'll tell you, if the league doesn't do something, I think, give him a game. There's a lot of lip service about head injuries, and I haven't seen a more affect-the-head move in a non-football moment than that maybe ever. Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was definitely uncalled for. Coach Jack Del Rio here on 95.7 The Game. What the fuck is it going to take for this team to change? What is it? Because as far as I can see, not much has helped. But I digress. Bad Boys of Barbecue was off the chain. Tailgate was off the hook. Had great friends, great family. Always good to see the Raider Nation podcast listeners show up from all over. From Canada. From Scotland. Uh, You know, it's amazing how the Raider Nation travels to see a game. And this game um, was very special. We were supposed to see something very special. People came to see the home opener to see the improved, the greatly improved, the magically changed, the better in all aspects of football Raider team. Well, Let me get us into this right now. You know, last season, we had all the excuses we needed. Last season was a season of uh, new beginnings. We knew we were going to get a new coach, uh, the draft. We had, you know, a a stronger staff evidently was coming in. We we felt change in the air. The Del Rio hire was, was a big positive move just for me. Um, But last year and subsequent years, the Raiders have been last in very important categories. I mean, we were last in points scored. Uh, Let's see, 20 points, 20.4 points per game is our average of last year. Well, our season opener, we got 14 garbage points, which I don't even consider to be points because they were gimmies. So the, the score actually was 33 to frickin' zero because that's the effort from this team. We were last in total sacks for the year. We had 20. Last in the league, 32nd. That didn't even happen today. We, Carson Palmer got to put his uniform up on a hanger for the next game because I don't believe he even perspired. We got one hand on him, and that was Alden Smith. That was it. Yards per play. Last year, we averaged 4.7 yards per play for the year. That's 32nd in the league. We're last. 
On our season opener, four yards per play. So what brought us to this freaking nightmare of a game? What did we all see as a group that the team itself didn't get? The coaching staff didn't get the fucking memo here that they were supposed to be markedly improved. The, the talks from the coach, the coaches, the players, you thought at least, and I have said this for fucking decades now, I want a competitive team. You know, win, lose, tie, whatever. I just want a team that will fight to the last snap of the ball. Well, trust me, we didn't even get a fight from the first snap of the ball all the way through. The Raiders came out on the field and they were as flat as could possibly be. They were horrid. Offense and defense were pushed around like they were high school against the pros. Our great offensive line, yeah. Our fantastic defense pass rush, yeah. We had nothing, and I mean nothing. Our secondary, DJ Hayden, yeah, nice job, Veggie. Nice job all the way around by the team. A failure on every aspect of every point of football. There's nothing I can say. Special teams was not, it was better than the rest of the team, but it was nothing to write home about. Trust me. The Raider Nation, whether you were on your couch or where you were forced to watch this absolute fucking mess from the stands, I, I just saw people shaking their head. No one believed it. It was a bad dream. It was a nightmarish afternoon. Once the tailgate stopped, reality set in. Guess what, Raider Nation? We are exactly 10 steps behind where we were last year on every aspect of football. When did you think the embarrassment would happen? Did you think the embarrassment was over? I did. I was so sick of being chastised by the mainstream media and actually a, a footnote in any media. Uh, we get no press. We won't get any for sure this year. Uh, we are now circled as W's on every team's uh, schedule. That I can tell you. Because after that first game, there's nothing that they have to do except play a decent game of football to beat the Raiders. I, there's nothing. And I don't want to hear one fucking person tell me again that it's only one game. That it's only a start to a new regime. This game was embarrassing to everybody that I know as a fan. I was embarrassed to be a Raider fan. Tell you. As loud and proud and as great as the fan base is, the team is woefully lacking way behind. It could not hold a freaking match to the fan base. We know how to party. We know how to get down. We know how to support our team. We're there every freaking game. But the team seems to be missing. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why with an improved offensive line, we couldn't run the ball. I don't know why 
with all the weapons Carr had. He couldn't get the ball to anybody. You know, one big play by Amari Cooper. Big deal. Wow, whoopee. You know, he got this big, you know, they're making it on the Raiders, making it sound like it was the Super Bowl. And we, you know, if it was, we would have gotten pummeled. There was no positive spin on this. Del Rio said it himself. Listen to the press conference. Okay, not the uh, kind of performance we expected to have out there today. Thought our fans were excited about the opening of the season, as we were. And um, that's a very disappointing, embarrassing effort. Uh, I take full responsibility. We'll, we'll, get it, we'll get it turned around and corrected. You know, win or not, you got to move on. I was really anticipating sitting up here talking about the need to move on. You know, after we got through the tape, uh, and that is the case, all right, regardless. Win or lose, that's what you do. You have to correct, make the corrections and move on. So we'll do that. Looking at it, we went into this game. We said, okay, special teams, they've got a really good return group. We've got to keep those guys bottled up. I thought that was pretty solid. Offensively, we said we've got to be able to run it. We've got to be able to protect our quarterback. Got to be able to protect the ball. Quarterback ended up being hurt. We didn't run it well enough. And we didn't protect the ball. We were minus two in turnovers. Okay, defensively, we said nothing cheap. The tight end still running wide open. Okay, and we said we were going to leverage and tackle. We had the first possession alone. We had four leverage issues. Okay, so it just wasn't very good. Right, it wasn't very good. We're going to have better days. I believe in the, in the men in that room. I believe in our staff. And, uh, and we'll get things uh, corrected and... Uh, and, and move ahead. So, um, look, I don't believe in consolation prizes for uh, playing hard. I expect us to play hard every snap. It wasn't good enough, and, um, and, we'll, and we'll move on. What, what happens, look, if you, if you go out, like on the defense the first drive, if you go out and you allow a long drive because you didn't do some things to get off the field, I mean, the first third down uh, it was a leverage issue, you know. Should be a tackle for loss. They end up getting... You know, whatever, going around the corner and getting some positive yards and keep the chains moving. And, and that, was, uh, that, that was part of that whole drive. I mean, just did not start sharp, did not start with that crispness that you need to, to play really good football. I didn't think our group brought the kind of pressure I think they will throughout this season, you know, today. You know, we, we're going to expect and, and anticipate we're going to get a lot better push from our rush and, and uh, pressure from our rush. But I thought the week was excellent. I thought the... Uh, I thought really we came out in great shape, ready to play good and kick off our season the right way. We all felt really good about the preparation, but it didn't look that way today. So, uh, you know, the, the bottom line is we're paid for production on, on game day, and it wasn't near good enough today. The bottom line is you have to sustain drives. In order to run it, you've got to convert on third downs, you know. Uh, our overall on third down wasn't very good, 25%, you know, 3 out of 12. And I, I would bet that some of those came late. If you want to run the ball, you got to be able to convert on third down, stay on the field. And uh, we just, you know, weren't able to get that going. I really think that we are a group that will be able to push it deep this year. That'll be part of what we do. And, um, you know, may not, may not feel that way sitting here tonight. But, uh, you know, that is, that is the design and that is what, how we will approach it. The way I've always said is we're, we're all in it together. Coaches will take our part in terms of uh, how we could help our guys be in better position. Players got to take their part in terms of executing the things that we have designed, and um, together we make it happen. Why are you confident that, that your team will improve? Well, uh, <laughs> because I've seen the work we put in, I've seen the commitment level, I've seen the improvement over the course of the offseason. I think, 
I think, guys, um, I'm just going to say that I, th- I feel like today was a, a moment where a couple of things kind of went wrong, didn't go well, and um, we had a little trouble finding ourselves. And uh, I believe that we'll settle down, understand the basic fundamentals that we've got to be able to execute to play good football. There's some basic things you have to do. You have to leverage and tackle if you're going to be any good on defense. It doesn't matter what your scheme is. If you're not leveraging and tackling, you're going to have a hard time. And uh, I, I believe in that. I believe in you know, blocking up front, being able to throw the football and catch it and just uh, execute good football. And um, I've seen enough examples of what it looks like to know that we are capable and uh, will be better. Let's start playing good football at some point here and then let it carry over and start playing good football because it just wasn't good football early. And at some point, you just have to start playing good football. You know, that's going to make these press conferences a lot more fun for me uh, and make that locker room a lot more joyful when we do. I'm disappointed uh, that the effort uh, to open the season wasn't better. Our fans were excited, fired up. We get an opportunity at home to open the season, and and we didn't play well. And that's disappointing to me, you know. And um, look, I, I know what works, though. You know, uh, and getting back to work and taking ownership of the things that went wrong is where it starts. I, for one, as a fan, I'm sick and fucking tired of the excuses. I will not hold them. I will not push them on to you, and I will not use them uh, in casual conversation to people who say my team sucks ass. I will have to say why, yes, they do. Because they do. This Raider team does not represent... Anything that has to do with the Raiders. You know, what a travesty that that Kenny Stabler's celebration of life at the halftime was just muffled by groans of pained Raider fans at the half. We looked pathetic. There was nothing to be positive about. I mean nothing. Alden Smith, you know... I mean, where is the positive? Someone tell me I'd love to see it because I don't see shit. The positive was the parking lot was empty early because people left early. Why subject yourself to that? It was the worst performance since Art Shell and Tom Walsh walked onto the scene and said, we're going to make go back to the nasty. You know, stick it in your ass, okay? Reggie? Cram that in your fat ass because I ain't buying it anymore. And I don't know, you know, maybe I'm being too negative, whatever. I am tired of having to explain or try to explain the psychosis that is the Raiders. You have a team of players, of professional athletes that should be playing professional sports. Some kind of pride, some kind of a a self-driven, you know, possibility of being immortalized in the hall of fame and we can't even get out of our own way to see mcgloin out there was just like the icing on the cake it just kept getting worse the two garbage touchdowns at the end was just a a a joke it was a it, it was a joke there was no football being played the Bengals went home an hour and a half before our first touchdown They weren't even there. 
They stopped. They felt pity on us because they beat the shit out of us so bad. The Bengals manhandled this Raider team. It was a boys on the field of men. That's what the Raiders were. Boys on a field of men. I can't understand how these guys could even freaking look at themselves after that performance. Was there any effort there? I just didn't see it. DJ Hayden needs to freaking go. He is the worst defensive back ever. I thought Buchanan was bad. This guy is far worse. Uh, you know, where's Taylor Mays? How come they didn't trot him out there and try? I mean, are they just giving DJ Hayden all these reps to see if he can, they can make it work with this guy? Is Reggie, are you that stupid? He needs to go. It's time. Let him go somewhere else and be a superhero. Personally, I don't want to wait for it because I don't really freaking see it. Ray Ray Armstrong, what a waste of oxygen that guy is. And so you want to tell me C.O. Moore was less effective than Ray Ray Armstrong? Now, Veggie, we all have seen this guy play. We've seen C.O. play. We've seen him do fantastic things. He was learning a talent. He was good. Ray Ray Armstrong is a has-been already. He's been on other teams. He hasn't made the grade. What the hell were you expecting him to do here in Oakland that was any different than what he's done anywhere else? Pathetically lame-ass general manager moves over and over. I'm calling for Reggie's ass. You know, whatever. Fire that fat fuck. I'll tell you right now, I'm tired of the losing. Del Rio already knows. He's pissed. He's upset. I hope he can do something about it because as far as I'm concerned, the Reggie McKenzie, Mark Davis uh, Raiders have been nothing but shit. Stinky, fucking sticky, nasty-ass shit. You can't get off your shoes. They have not produced a shitty thing since they took over. Not a fucking thing. There is no up from the time they took over this team. Reggie McKenzie should be fired before the end of the season. Just for the fact of the way the team looks. It doesn't matter how many people are brought in. It doesn't matter. any All those other things are excuses. You're fired, Reggie. And let's go down the coaching tree because Ken Norton, where was your defense, bro? Where was the seacock defense? All I saw was cock. No seacock, okay? They were taking it. Our defense was nowhere near Carson Palmer and couldn't stop the pass. And how many five, six wide receiver sets do you have to see in a game before you put someone out there to cover all the receivers? How many? I, <laughs> how many tight ends are going to get a pass in the seam free for, for, to run off like a doe in the woods? The Raiders' defense blew. It was ill-prepared for the buzzsaw that was coming. And if Ken Norton Jr., if this is his idea of a defense, then he better get his fucking bags packed too because Padna, his shit is weak. 
You've got good players. Put them in a position to win. Don't put them in a position to miss the tight end running the scene because nobody was around any time that happened. As soon as I saw the four and five receiver sets, I go, we're fucked. Here we go. Sure enough, 15, 25, 35-yard gain. Third and 20, they get 26. Third and 12, they get 15. On our other side, our third down conversions, <laughs> we didn't even step onto the Bengals' side of the field until the fourth fucking corner. The fourth quarter of the game, we finally get into Bengals' territory. Garbage. Garbage. I am so blown away at the lack of everything that this team had for the season opener that it just leaves me just, it sucked the ever-loving life out of me for the rest of the season. Shit, I don't even know if I want to go next week. This is what happens. This is what happens when no one is held accountable. Mark Davis, you better reach down and grab those two things between your legs, bro. And start figuring it out. Because until that fat fuck Reggie gets fired and they start to be some heat in that office, well, people are going to st- keep taking your money. Because that's all I see right now is people taking your money, Mark, because they're not working for it and certainly not earning it. This was a... <laughs> this was Hugh Jackson coming back and saying, you should have kept me as a head coach. Well, no shit. A great offensive mind he was. That was the last 8-8 eight and eight season, I believe, the Raiders have seen since then. So on that note, not much else I could say except for, you know, this team has really sucked the life out of his fan base with its lack of everything. There is nothing. To see the guys on the sidelines at home, man, it was a great crowd. Their heads are down. They're giving up. They're halfway halfway blocking, halfway trying. It was so, so, so pathetic. I would watch it again, but I don't want to. I usually watch a game a couple of times. I don't even want to see it. I don't even want to see one play of it because the first time was enough for me And that is all I have to say about that. Okay, it's a pregame for the Baltimore Ravens. They're coming to town. That's our second home game in a row. Let's hope that it it changes the the whole <laughs> demeanor of the Raiders. I hope they are a different team uh, next week when the, the Ravens come to count town because they lost to the Broncos 19-14 while they were driving down to win this to to try to score and win the game. 
Uh, the Broncos a game against the Ravens was very competitive. Peyton Manning was hurried, hit, knocked down many times. The secondary of the Ravens is no joke. And trust me, if you think that the Bengals were tough, the Ravens' defense is going to wipe the field with us if we don't watch out. Ravens are coming to play, man. They've lost their first game of the year, and they need to make it up, and they're going to try to make it up here in Oakland. I guarantee you they're bringing their top guns to play. Flacco's had some issues, and their offensive line is battered and beaten. The only way I can really see us changing this game is on the defensive side of the ball like Denver did. It was defense against defense, low-storing game this time, um, and that's what I think that we should hang our hat on. I think that's the only thing we do have to hang our hat on. I didn't say this in the last segment about the game, but Derek Carr blows ass. Uh, longtime NFL offensive lineman, so we want his uh, unique perspective on some of what we saw last night. And Jamie Dukes is kind enough to join us here. Haberman of Middlecoff on 95-7 the game. The AFC West, I mean, three teams won, and obviously the one that lost, I attended that game. And uh, it was not pretty. Is it more of an indictment that the Raiders haven't taken much of a step or more the Bengals are just really that good or maybe a combination of the two? Well, here's what I would say. The Bengals have had one of the most talented rosters. And remember, they've been to the playoffs four years running. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, their, their issues has been, you know, quote-unquote, the consistency at the quarterback position. Andy Dalton has proved that he can win games in this league. But for me, he hasn't proved that he can win a Super Bowl and, and manage the playoff process. That being said, for the Raiders, uh, I mean, Derek Carr has got to start playing better. When it's all said and done, I know he got his thumb banged up, uh, but I go back to the Arizona preseason game where, you know, he makes some throws, but he's got to be a lot more consistent. And I love the quick release and all those different things, but he's got to do more. And, and so – I, I think that that's going to be a great place to start is if, if he is better at what he's doing. Jamie Dukes on Twitter, at Jamie Dukes, see him on NFL Network. I thought he was the guy. I'm thinking now that he is not the guy, and I'm getting a lot of crap from it, but no, man, you have to be the guy every game. You have to come out and play every game. You have to make those catches. I mean, you got to make those passes so the receivers can catch the fucking ball. You cannot throw the ball three feet over a receiver's head when he's in the middle of his route so that he has to reach up and get it and lose a couple ribs on the way down. This is a hated maneuver by everyone who catches a football, and Derek Carr, as nice as he may be, will get the freaking hate on him if he leads his wide receivers out there to get pummeled. Uh, with high high passes. Uh, he's throwing some shit. And I tell you now that Derek Carr better get his shit together because I'm going to tell you right now he better be looking for another quarterback tomorrow. The fact that we only have McGloin and they let go of Ponder is a real worry for me. That says to me that the Raiders, they thought that they were sitting in the catbird seat. Well, right now, they look like they're in the cat turd seat and they're sitting there with an injured frickin' quarterback. Let's go back to where he injured his hand earlier and had his little surgery, kind of not mentioned too much, but he has not thrown the ball the same since. And I'm feeling that maybe there's more to it. I'm also feeling that we're going to see a whole lot of Matt Begloin this year. 
That leads me also to believe that we should start looking for another quarterback. I know that, yeah, it takes time for people to develop. And yeah, we said that about a few guys like DJ Hayden. We said it about other guys. Not to come true. I am fucking sick and tired of being the laughingstock of the NFL. And this year, it looks like it's going to be no different. And yeah, yuck, 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 yuck. The Raiders, yucky, 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 yuck, yuck. Ha, ha, ha. They're all that. They're a bunch of people dressed up. And uh, that's about all they got. Because they certainly don't have a football fucking team. The Ravens are no joke. They're coming to win because they need a win. And if the Raiders want to win, then they better plan to win this game. And I mean, these players better come out. And if they get punched in the face like they did early in this game, I expect them to stand up like men and punch back instead of whimpering like a bunch of little girls. Because that's what this team looked like for the rest of the game. The Ravens will handle us big time if we play anything like we did last week. I expect us to lose this game. Not because I'm pissed. Because of the talentless effortless, coachless team that we've had and been presented after all this fucking shit we're hearing from everybody about how fucking good they are. This team is a pile of shit and I will not change my way of describing them until they earn it because I am not giving out any, you know, oh, you almost won trophy ain't happening from Raider Greg. Terrell Suggs is out with a torn Achilles. Thank goodness, because it could have been seriously ugly if he was in the lineup. But don't get your hopes up, because the rest of their defense is solid. I mean solid. Their defensive backs are one of the tops in the league. We are going to have a hard time moving that ball. If we can't run, we can't pass, we're going to look like we did last week. So all I can say is I hope Del Rio and company, let me just get on Musgrave's fucking ball sack for a minute here. Musgrave called the most juvenile fucked up plan. If he has that same plan this game, I guarantee a loss. His play calling make Tom Walsh look like, (laughs) look like, well, Hugh Jackson. Because I'll tell you, the... What, what did he only, did they teach these guys like four basic, basic plays? Run, run, pass, run, run, pass, run, pass, run. Is that kind of it? Because there was absolutely no pop, no pizzazz, no style, nothing to change up anything. The most boring offensive play calls I have ever heard. Derek Carr threw the sidelines 88% of the time, he threw that short pass to the end or the wide out, whoever, popping back and then trying to get one or two yards to the outside all day long. Is that the big plays you have, Musgrave? Well, Musgraves must go if that's all you got, bro. Because as far as I'm concerned, your offense blows ass. And it's it's been since 06 that I've seen such a fucked up anemic offense. Terrible. And to have all these genius defensive coaches here that are supposed to be players and all that bullshit we listen to, I'm freaking blown away. I'm so pissed off at this team, I can't see us winning another game now. I mean, I see us a three-win team if we're lucky. Three, 
maybe even two, because that was the hard shell debacle, a two-win season. I look at that again because that's what we look like, folks. Maybe two, if we're lucky. Tell me a little bit about the Ravens and how things are going to get better against Baltimore. Well, I mean, they're, they're going to ask the same thing. How are they going to get better against the Raiders? I mean, they they didn't win. They're, they're 0-1. We're 0-1. So two teams that are not, not uh, real happy with the way the season started, you know, will clash on Sunday. Steve Smith is going to be out there. Steve Smith Sr., Justin Forsett. They're really what makes uh, the Ravens go along with Flacco. Uh, how does this defense get ready to stop those two guys after, you know, given just up uh, Tyler Eifert, I think, just caught another one on a seam route? Yeah, right. Uh, look, we'll we'll, uh, we'll put a plan together and be ready to roll. I know that uh, they've got a good football team, and uh, and I know they're staying, they're staying out here. I think they're staying on the West Coast this week uh, as they're uh, staying with consecutive games out here. And uh, so – you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll work our our game week preparation and get ourselves ready and and come out and have a much better performance next week. Do you expect Charles Woodson back, Coach? I don't know for sure. Don't know for sure. He's uh, he's getting test run on the shoulder. I know he banged his shoulder pretty good, and, and we'll see how that uh, whether whether that uh, heals in time for him to be with us this week. I know it didn't go, it didn't finish the the way you wanted to, but I I hope at one point before the game kicked off when you're out there for pregame warm-ups you you looked around and you know you grew up right around here now you're the head coach of the Oakland Raiders did you get a little bit of a this is cool moment before things obviously didn't end up so cool coach but did you get uh did you get it a little bit in the feels did you get a little uh, nostalgic before that thing kicked off absolutely I did absolutely now it was a it was a special moment to uh you know to walk out and have the season get started and uh you know as the head coach here and uh, I, I can assure you that nobody uh, wants it more than I do coming home and, uh, and and wanting to represent this this great franchise and and uh, and you know bring these fans. I, I think our fans are unbelievable, and to bring these fans uh, the winner they deserve. So look, we're hard at work. Uh, today's a, a kind of day where you gotta you know own up to what didn't go well and uh, and and pick yourself up and get back to work and. Uh, there's no there's no time for feeling sorry for yourself. So we're we're back at it. Coaches are busy preparing. Players are being in the morning, and uh, and we'll get back after the, you know getting ready for the next one. I appreciate that, coach. And I'll just tell you right now, this is the first of many conversations we're going to have this season. I'm looking forward to that, and I want you to know right off the bat, we're never going to be looking for blame. We're just going to be looking for a better understanding of the Oakland Raiders, and hopefully, you can give that to us each and every Monday. Thank you very much for your time. Okay, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you, Jack Del Rio. <laughs> That's the pregame for the frickin' <laughs> Ravens. They are well-coached. They are well-organized. They have the right attitude. And they're going to come to kick our ass if we don't wake the fuck up. And that's all I have to say about the pregame. Let's just get to the bone line because, you know... <laughs> I couldn't even get enough out. I screamed and yelled all the way home. I wanted to call the bone line myself. So let's just get some of you guys. And, you know, you need some freaking therapy. I do, too, for sure. So let's just get to it. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. Let it go, bro. Let us hear what the Raider Nation has to say, not just me. And our first caller is Johnny D, the Blue Goss Raider. What's up, man? What you got? 
What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Andy, Raider Nation, Johnny D, Bluegrass Raider calling in. I'm just going to make it short and sweet here. I am, I know it's just the first game, first week, but I am not happy. It looks like the 3-13 and 13 team from last year, Carl was totally off. I hope he's all right. And I understand that it was going to be a tough game. Oh, for God's sakes. I thought we would put up a little bit more effort than this. Yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say. I, I, you know, Ray Ray, I just want your take. Tell me, I know, you know, I know you're going to say, you know, it's just the first game of Grand School. We still got a lot of season to play, but I was just really hoping for a better, you know, start than this, as opposed to what we've been hearing, that this is a different team, different machine, different everything, and a lot of hype built up, and we come out, we play like we played last year. So, uh, yeah, that's all I'm going to say. So, uh, I'm trying to hold my head up, man, but it, right now it's just rough. Uh, so, let me know what you think. Keep your head up, Red Nation. Keep the faith. Go Raiders. No, you have it exactly right, my man. Nothing's changed. It's worse than last year. At least last year, we saw some competitive football. So far, I see nothing. And I mean, there's nothing positive to say. I'm not going to say it's just the first game. That's just not how I roll. A team is what they are. They showed us exactly who they were. And that's who they were. Now, my next caller is a very good friend. He's such a cool dude. Raider Steve in Vegas. You know him. You've heard him. He's very passionate, just like the rest of us. Uh, He was at this game. He flew in uh, to see this game. He expected more. What's up, Steve? Hey, Brady Greg. It's Brady Steve in Vegas. Great seeing you at the uh, barbecue today at the game. Uh, Love everything you guys do, and that was awesome. Anyway, uh, I think you and myself both know that where this is headed, uh, both the new coaching staff and the, it's not good enough. Uh, we got destroyed, losing by three, losing by 10 would have been something, but just getting our asses blasted by the Bengals is unacceptable. I'm uh, fully prepared to just call the season a wash and, uh, you know, just drink a lot on Sundays, man. That's what I plan on doing. Other than that, uh, that's it, man. The season's over. Love you. Love everything you do. Keep up the good work. But uh, this season, man, it's a wash. I'm out. You know, I would love to disagree with you, but there's really nothing I could stand on legitimately to uh, dissuade your opinion because I don't know if it's a wash. I know that it's certainly not a watch because it's hard to watch this team. Uh, and there'll be a lot of people going home early this year. That I can guarantee you. So we have a fan in Colorado, Colorado Chris, my very good brother, great golfer, great golf teacher, by the way. Um, and uh, he has something to say. I love what he has to say. Very cerebral guy. And I want to share this with the Raider Nation. Raider Nation, you want to hear me? Fuck! Colorado Chris. That was perfect, bro. <laughs> and next, from East Los Angeles, my very good Raider brother, Raider Chuko, is in the house. What you got, man? Hey, what's 
Sovereign Nation. We're Greg, we're Randy. This is Ready Chuko calling from East LA, California. A long time, bro. It's like calling the ball line, but I had a call today, bro. I watched the game. Oh, my God. They beat the shit out of us. But I got to say something, though. I think this Bengals team is going to be the toughest team we're going to face this year. I don't know why I got that feeling. I hope so. I hope so. Uh, but we need to get this, we need to get our shit together, man. We definitely do get need to get our shit together. But uh, I still have high, high hopes. We'll see you next week. We'll we'll see. We'll, we'll come back. This ain't shit. Anyways, go Raiders, Raiders Nation. Keep your head out. Come on, let's go Raiders. I like your positiveness, bro. It's nice to have a different take on the team. I think the Ravens are gonna come in here and manhandle us, really. So until proven otherwise, I think that uh, we are going to be right there in the toilet unless we climb our way out. Love the positive, though, bro. Keep going. And now we're getting into the meat. My good brother, Raider Jesse James, very cerebral, great fan, always has some good takes. He's ready to let you know what he thinks. What is up, my brother? Later, Greg. I am sorry. You want to put the kiddos away real quick? This is Ray Jesse James out of Dallas, Texas. Man, you know, your your hotline, this hotline, the Bone hotline is supposed to be uh, used to uh, for us to vent. I'm going to fucking vent, okay? So put the kiddos away. I would curse. Shit. All right? We've been down for this motherfucking team too goddamn long for us to be fucking putting up with this bullshit, okay? Honestly, I support it. Yeah, it's one fucking game, Raider Greg. I get it. Raider Nation's one fucking game. We're looking like the fucking 2005 fucking Raiders. I am pissed, man. I am fucking pissed. Jack DeRue better get his fucking squad together. Everybody. We lost fucking possibly, what, Woodson? Hayden? Uh, Allen? Good Lord. We're at home. Season opener. In front of your fans. In front of motherfucking people that paid thousands of dollars in time. I'm not getting all this shit. Man, I spent so much time on fucking news, on the radio podcast website, on everything else, on BSC, whatever you want to fucking call it. We spent so much time investing into this motherfucking franchise. This is ridiculous, man. Past 12 fucking seasons. Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? How many calls are you getting like this, Ray Greg? Probably thousands now? Shit, man. Enough is enough. Honestly. Even my dog face over in the fucking background. God, Lee, this is fucking absurd. It's, 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 I'm, I'm speechless. I'm walking away thinking, uh, I'm speechless. Derek Carr's down? And we only targeted Mark, uh, Mari Cooper for the first fucking first half? Like, what the fuck is this? We blitz. When, when did we blitz, Raider Greg? When did we blitz? You tell me. When did we blitz? When did we use that butcher knife, can ball, whatever they called it? When did we use Khalil Mack like we supposed to? Or is the Bengals really this good? Yeah. Okay. Week one. Okay. Five hundred bygones. But I'm gonna tell you one thing straight up. Me and a lot of Raider Nation fans right now. We're fed up, man. Live up to the hype. All right. I'm really, I'm, I'm managing my seat right now. Like, I'm, I'm pissed. And I appreciate you giving me the chance to vent. And everyone out there, uh, I apologize. But I'm fucking pissed. I'm out. Oh, don't apologize, bro. 
That's what the hot, that's what the bone line's all about. And that's what I do in my show. That's why I started this show is because I was so frustrated with this team sometimes. And it's just gotten oh so much worse over the years, it seems like. And yes, this is a stark reminder of the Art Shell Tom Walsh 2006 season, our two win season that nobody wanted to talk about. And they just, they they fired everybody and everybody left in the middle of the midnight. They didn't want to talk about it. Well, they got the same thing showing right here. And they better change their tune. Could be a lot of pigeons at the Coliseum. Thanks for the call, bro. Anytime. No apologies. And next is Raider Grant from the Great Northwest. <laughs> yeah, well, we'll see. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Big Podcast? This is Randy Grant up here in the Pacific Northwest. Got the call on the favor. Same old Raiders, man. Same old bullshit, dude. Different day. Uh, really, really was pathetic effort, man. Not much to say other than that, dude. Same old bullshit. Same old Raider bullshit. Anyways, thought it was possible that we might win uh, six games this year, but dude, with that beating down, shellacking with the girls coming up, uh, wow. Wow. Same old Raiders. I'm out. Same old Raiders. Yeah, same old Raiders of 06. I see two wins, bro. And I'm not being, you know, crazy here. I see two wins if we're lucky. Thanks for the call, man. I know you're frustrated. We all are pissed. And our next caller, Raider T-Bone from the Pacific Northwest. Uh, what you got, bro? What up, Raider Greg? This is Tyrone, a.k.a. Raider T-Bone from the Pacific Northwest. Oh, man, I don't even know where to begin with this shit. <sighs> Three and outs, it's been our problem. Can't move the ball. Defense, I thought was going to be strong. Couldn't get a pass for us. I don't even think we touched Andy Dalton. Not one freaking. Oh, yeah, wait. I think Khalil got a hand on his jersey one time. Ridiculous. But just all in all, anything bad could go, it happens. I mean, and then that going on in fourth down, I know Jack Del Rio is trying to hype up the team and bring a different, but that was the wrong. The whole game turned around right after that. It just, just. Uh, it's early. We still got time. We're going to be in it. Our defense, we get Smith and Matt going, rolling together. Get Smith another week. We got the, the Ravens coming in. Hopefully we can improve on what we did. I I believe we will. But, uh, yeah, man, just I, – I, I didn't even – I was stunned. Just not what I expected. But it's young. We're young, excuse me. It's early. But damn, can't believe this shit. Not this. I thought we'd at least have some pressure on Dalton. Didn't happen. Cooper looked good. Had a few plays. I'm just worried about Carr. We'll see what happens. Hopefully we can crush them Ravens. Raider Nation for life. Raider T-Bone out. Pacific Northwest, baby. I'm out. Well, I guess some of you just are real positive. I mean, <laughs> the Ravens are going to come handle us, man. That's how it is. 
If this team doesn't improve by 100%, 100%, we're not going to be competitive at all. Not even. And as far as that play on the 45-yard line, R45, fourth and one, with McGloin going in for his very first play of the game, you decide to go on fourth and one instead of giving him an opportunity to maybe play a few you know, kick the ball and come back. And no, that was the end of the game. That was a Musgrave fuck up. Um, and I hope he never does that stupid shit again. Uh, Cause we can't afford, we're not that team. We're not a team that can do that. Trust me. We are not a top five team. And that's what you got to be to have cojones enough to do that. And we are far from that. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller from Baltimore, Maryland Raider Dave. What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Raider Greg, Raider Andy? This is Raider Dave out here in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, I didn't get to catch a game yesterday, but from what I heard, it was uh, pretty fucking horrible. I hope we're uh, hope we're on to better things for the rest of the season. I'll actually be going to my first game at the Coliseum next Sunday against the Ravens. Being that I live in Baltimore, it would be nothing better than to watch the fucking Raiders kick the shit out of them because that way I don't have to come home to a bunch of Baltimore Raven fans talking shit. I'm really looking forward to it. I've always wanted to go to a game at the Coliseum, and I'm really excited about it. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Go Raider Nation. Peace. Well, I'm glad you're coming, man, because there's nothing like the tailgate in the parking lot at the O.co. The Coliseum rocks. The fans are the best the best fans in all sports. You'll have a blast. As far as the team goes, whatever. You know what? You, if you didn't see the game, you should watch it before you fly out here so you get an idea of what we were like. Hopefully, you'll see a mass improvement. I cannot, all I can hope for you, bro. <laughs> see you Sunday. And our next caller, one of my favorite, as you know, my good brother. Money Man has spoken. Raider. What is up, bro? This is Money Man has spoken. Somebody explain to me what the hell it was. I wasn't shocked. You know, I was expecting more from the defense. I really was, but I, I feel their pain. Season opener. Rabbit fans, they wild. Whooping and hollering. Yeah. I was one of them. Crunk. Cincinnati win the coin flip, and they deferred. I knew the game was over because I knew what they were trying to do. They were doing what other teams would do in the future and what we would do in the future as long as we have Derek Carr starting for us. Three and out, punt. That demoralized the black hole, period. It demoralized them. The crowd was going berserk, and then when they saw that three and out, they already saw it coming. They knew it was over. Granted, the defense, 
didn't play well, but I'm not surprised on that either. Like, I'm looking at some of the moves that this coaching staff have did, and I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? You trade C.O. Moore, and you think Ray Ray Armstrong and Ben Eni are the answers. You should have saw in preseason what type of player Ray Ray was. Show you right. He ain't what the fuck. Why is he on the roster still? Ben Heaney should be on the practice squad. But the defense didn't really do nothing. The offense, oh, God. That's the same thing we've seen all along. How long do I have to say it, people? I know you don't want to accept it. You want to cut me down, say I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, that you just mad cause pride out here. But if you continue to see the same thing and let your eyes tell you the truth, then you'll see what I've been seeing instead of living in the land of delusion and denial. Car stinks. We got to accept it. It was a good thing that he got hurt. Now we can move on, at least with McGloin, because McGloin is a better quarterback. He's not the greatest, but he's serviceable, and that's more than what Carr is going to ever give us. I told you about him last year. I don't have to repeat it, but you already know. Now, hopefully, Carr won't be able to come back, and McGloin can show what he can do and keep the job the rest of the year. And next year's draft, we can go ahead and get us a quarterback, hopefully somebody that can take us to higher levels, take us back to greatness. Because what we got right now is you know, average at best with, with McGloin. He might turn out to be okay, but we need to see. We already know what Carr is. Carr ain't one for damn. Let's go with McGloin. See what he can do. He can throw the ball downfield. He can see the real of the field, unlike Carr. And maybe, hey, we can just win. And saying that, ready to great. Ready nation. I'm out. Well, first of all, I have to agree with your concerns on Derek Carr. Right now, I'm thinking the same thing. I mean, uh, it took me a while to see, but I can't see any light at the end of his tunnel. Uh, unless he improves grossly, I mean, in this next game, and I just don't see it. Um, and I don't want him to be off the field on injury because when we'll see him again next year as, you know, he's going to come back and make all these things happen. Bullshit. I want him to play the entire season, the whole year, and see what we have in him. If we don't got it, if he ain't making strides, then you're goddamn right we need to go out and get ourselves a, a quarterback because right now, as of now, we have no offense. And we better get some offensive linemen while we're at it. Thanks for the call, brother. Got to agree with you on this one, man. Our next caller, Raider Red from Southern Illinois. What is happening, my brother? Raider Nation, this is Raider Red. Here in Southern Illinois calling you all. With a heavy heart, I don't know what the hell just happened yesterday. I watched a football game. I I had really planned on our Raiders win that one. I mean, tough match, yeah, tough game, by, but uh, that's what I expected, but it wasn't. We got handled. We absolutely got freaking handled. 
defense got handled. They ran on us like we were freaking sixth graders, man. I don't get it. Uh, what a clusterfuck. Um, that's about the best way I can. I don't know. I think I'm probably preaching to the choir. The game's over. We got to go to next week, which is what Baltimore. So I honestly expected to win there. I, I really did. I really, really did, and I think everybody else did, or most of everybody else did too. What the hell? Uh, and, and and when when can a player bounce another player's head off a helmet and it's okay? Now I guarantee you, if the roles would have been reversed and Amari Cooper had bounced Jones' head off his helmet, well, guess what? Amari Cooper would be banned, probably thrown out of the NFL, and probably put in jail right now. It's bullshit. That was bullshit. That shouldn't have been handled that way. Uh, hey, but man, what can you do? It's over. I got to take a few more days and try to get it out of my brain and act like that didn't happen and get amnesia, just like I hope all my Raiders get amnesia and forget that that happened. Sunday, we got Baltimore. It's kicked the living fuck out of them. That's all I got to say about that. And I'm out. Well, I like your positive attitude about Baltimore. I'm hoping that we can come and play and match intensity with them. That would be my hope. If we kick their ass, it'd be great. But at this point, I'm just hoping that we see some football. Any kind of entertaining football would be nice for this Raider fan for the season ticket money I pay and everybody else that goddamn place too. Because it's usually, it's probably going to be sold out all season. What a fucking tra travesty. Thanks for the call, man. Our next caller is the Raider General. He's up in the house, man. <laughs> Please, General, give us some hope. <laughs> hey, Raider Nation. Raider General. I haven't called in in a while. I thought I would be calling in today and uh, uh, calling in with uh, a better tone in my voice and uh, joyous after the first game season that I've been waiting for and my son have been waiting for for a year and I cannot believe it when they, they went three and out I turned to my son and we both looked at each other and it felt like we both said it to ourselves same old Raiders same old shit just another friggin year of this shit I cannot believe after everything they've done that we are right where we started last year. We look worse than last year. We looked abysmal. DJ Hayden should be dropped from the lineup and should never play again. What the hell happened to our offense? What, where, where did all this Musgrave, great uh, this change of plays and, and, and you know, all this exciting new offense go? And Carr, Carr looked I think Carr looked like shit before he broke, screwed his hand up. I'm, I'm questioning him now. I really am. I don't know. I just don't know. You know, I'm a dyed-in-the-wool Catholic, and I'm starting to question everything now. I mean, seriously. I don't, I don't know what to do. After I watch these games, I feel like I have to go to confession for the things that I think and say because this team tests my soul. I know you all feel the same way. It's just it's, we are like a beaten dog. We deserve Freaking better than this. And if it takes Mark Davis to sell this effing team for us to do something decent, you know what? Go out and buy out Cam Chancellor's contract. 
I don't give a shit anymore. I want to fucking win. Seriously. I don't care what we do anymore to win. Really. I don't. I don't know what else to say. Because that was a beat down. And we should have been a shutout because that was garbage numbers they were giving us. We were basically playing the third or fourth game of preseason in that last fourth quarter. Seriously. What the hell is wrong with this team? I'm so frustrated. I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm out. I know you all feel the same. I just don't. Actually, you know, I do know what to say after thinking about it. I hate this fucking team. And I hate being a fucking fan of it. It's like a fucking disease. I'm out. It's like a fucking disease. (laughs) That's so true. You can't get rid of it, bro. Even if you go to confession, which you probably should. Um, No, man. Everybody here is feeling you. Trust me. Great call. And DJ Hayden, (laughs) that's Veggie's Hope. Reggie's Hope, number 25. Sounds like a racehorse that doesn't come in till last. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller is my very good brother from Kansas City. Raider fan in hostile territory. Raider Dan. What's up, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Dan from KC. Well, I saw a little pod cash or something with Bill Romanowski and he sat there and he said he was speechless. I listened to the game on the internet. That's how I do it here in Kansas City. Let's say play them punk ass Chiefs and I get to see him on TV. We've been saying all that. And I, in the beginning, I still feel the same. We're go about 6 and 10, 7 and 9. Uh, I talked to the Raider fans and they were all hyped up and I'm quite sure Everybody's deflated, and I still got the same issue. I think this offense is not going to look good for about four, five, six games. You know, I think the defense is still decent. It's pretty good, but if you're on the field all day, you look like shit. Or the coaches. You know, you try to treat people like men out there, and you get great expectations and you got to watch the game. I just listened to it on the internet. You get great expectations. Some people can't take expectations. We're expected to do way better than we did the past previous years. So everybody, even some of the veterans, except Justin Tuck, but that's why Al put him on the team in his spirit. He put him on that team. Everybody took a collective shit on the field, but I'm glad they got their systems cleaned out. Come next week, do your job, young men. Do your job. This is Raider Dan. Go Raiders. It don't change. I'm out. Well, I like that attitude, Raider Dan. You have to bring the rest of us off the ledge so that we don't jump. Um, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Other than this is like 2006. I really don't think this is a 
a bump in the road. And as far as six wins go, that ain't going to happen, bro. Three wins this year at the most. Because this is just horribly reminiscent, like I said, of our 06 dark season uh, that we don't want to talk about. But boy, sure is looking just like it. Thanks for the call, man. And from Glasgow, Scotland, Raider Jen calling in. This guy's got to stay up to the crack wee hours of the morning to watch a Raider game. Solid Raider fan. Listen to this guy bitch about the team. I love it. What's up, bro? Hi, Raider Randy. Raider Greg. This is Jim Raider from Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, well, we saw that one coming. They must have done after week two of the preseason. Seeing it coming, but we just get out blocked and overran and couldn't catch the ball again. Um, I was stayed up to the time you um, see the, the game finishing. I saw it finishing just after midnight. So I was up again for work and had about four hours sleep. I'd like to give you a slightly British take on what my thoughts on it so far. And I've got to say, what a useless sodden bunch of fucking assholes. My God. Unbelievable. Did anybody listen to Jack Delrio's um, after-match conference? At this point, I'd like you to actually just think. I'm going to give you a quote here from The Who. From Don't Get Fooled Again. And it's, um, here comes the, the new boss, same as the old boss. Maybe you could play a little bit of that music for, for me. Because um, that just covers everything. It's unbelievable that here's a different squad, a different squad of coaches, different players. Um, they still can't do the same thing. They still keep on doing the same things, and it's just diabolical. Does anybody think that Jack Del Rio sounds like a crossbreed between Dennis Allen and Tony Sperano? He's a, the Dennis Allen side. Yeah, we're going to have a look at the tape. The Sperano side. Huh? Yeah. Okay. At the end of every sentence. My God. Just get the same old things. Same old things again. Still can't get it right. Still can't do it. Maybe it'll be a bit different at some point, but I really can't see it doing much more than two or three games. Um, that'd be the, probably the best winning streak we can have, uh, we can hope for. Two or three games. Um, don't know where the wins are going to come from, because even though you were saying you might beat the Jet, who we should be looking at them, I think so. They're going to be a hell of a team this year. Um, all we've got to do is just hope and pray we get at least some kind of um, sunshine and another season, which could just be another waste of time. Uh, hopefully not. But I'm going to come out to the Coliseum and see them before we end up leaving there again. So hopefully I'll see you all soon. Take care of the nation. Love you all. Bye for now. Now that is how you rant on this team. <laughs> Very well done, my friend. Very well done. And thanks for being part of our show. We certainly appreciate, you know, from you, a different perspective, obviously, but you're seeing very much the same thing. Thank you again for your call, brother. Really appreciate it. And our next caller is the Portuguese bomber. <laughs> Raider at Nicole's in the house. Check her out, man. She knows football. What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation? 
This is Raider Nicole, as my husband likes to call me, the Portuguese bomber. I gotta let loose on this home opener we just survived. I don't know where their enthusiasm was. They had no passion. They didn't pump up the fans at all. It was like a, I don't know what the hell happened. I, I know I partied like it was a home opener. The fans were ready with, for the home opener, but our team just left it in the locker room. There's so much talent on this freaking team. I just, they just need to get their act together. Anyways, to keep this short, Raider Nation, Till next time, Nicole out. Well, like you said, you know, the team came out flat, but the tailgate, man, you know you were there. You know how crazy it can be. So much fun. Such great people. Super memories. That's where it happens, folks. Thanks for the call, Raiderette. Always nice to hear from the ladies. And last but not least, by any, any means... We have from behind the orange curtain <laughs> in Orange County, Raider Ron. And uh, he says it really like I'd love to say it. He says it better, actually. Words like unwatchable and regression. Um, uh, we all feel them. What's up, Ron? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, um, thanks for taking the call. This is uh, Raider Ron from Orange County. Um, it's actually tough to even you know, build up the, uh, the moxie to, to leave a take for you on the game. Um, the opener against, uh, the Bengals, the, um, the Raiders are just awful. You know, they, they've got a couple of pieces, um, but as a unit and, uh, you know, just as a team, it's, uh, they, to me, looked almost, uh, worse than they did last year. Um, I mean, there are very, very few bright spots that you can even walk away from that game with. Uh, I mean, Khalil Mack, although most of us have high admiration for him, was awful uh, yesterday, uh, and, and so was Alden Smith. And I wasn't expecting a lot out of Alden Smith, but I was expecting more than we got. Um, for, for someone to be a, you know, a, a, an all-pro, uh, pro, former pro bowler, uh, being touted as one of the top five ends in the league, and he was awful. Um, and, and, you know, one of the things, I, I guess the only bright spot that I can glean from the game was I thought, um, I, I really did think that, you know, you, you saw something with Amari Cooper that was special. And, you know, looking at some of the route running and looking at, you know, looking at his, you know, head being in the game and having, what seemed to be control of an offense. I mean, it seemed as if he'd been running in that offense for years. Um, I mean, he's the real deal. Um, you know, the biggest problem the Raiders are going to have uh, with Amari Cooper is Derek Carr is awful. And, you know, I've been saying this for over a year. I mean, everyone is uh, touting this guy as, you know, the, the you know, next uh, Tom Brady um, or, or at least brady light. Um, but he, he's awful. I mean, just, just, you know, looking at this from a, you know, in, in my mind, stepping back and, and, and taking just a, a look at this from the outside, okay, just being a critical observer of Derek Carr's body of work, he is awful. Um, his decision-making is just horrific. Um, you know, unless he's throwing a check-down pad, his decision-making is absolutely horrific. Um, I, I just don't see the, the 
bright spot with him. I, I don't see what everyone else sees in him. Um, he's awful at throwing the long ball. Awful. Um, he'll throw one nice one out of 20. He's awful at it. He hears ghosts every time, every time he's in that pocket longer than a second or two. He hears ghosts that simply aren't there and rushes something like we saw in that third game of the preseason. Um, they, just have, they have a lot of work to do. And, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, they can't turn things around and that they can't gel into something more than what they are now. But I'll tell you, at the end of the day, um, I mean, the pieces that they have seem to be okay, but um, it, it really isn't. Uh, it's almost unwatchable football. And, and, you know, it to me looks like a regression from last year. You've got some more talent. I think most people think they have more talent than they had last year. Um, but that talent alone means nothing when you've got a guy who can't throw a football longer than five yards. Um, you've got an offensive line or defensive line that's beat to crap, and so you can't run behind it. Um, or you can do a lot of running against it. It just, uh, you know, they've got a long way to go. Um, and I have to tell you, you know, as a, as a, you know, a Raider fan for 35 years, it is, uh, it's very tough to keep in there and, and, and keep on it when, you know, they are where they are. But, you know, look, at the end of the day, we've got the Raider Nation podcast. I have to tell you, it truly is a podcast I enjoy. It's one where we can call and not, you know, we don't have to, to, to try to be, um, you know, kind of NFL savant. You can simply call and say what you feel. And, um, you know, it, it's one of my favorite podcasts to listen to. So uh, with that, Raider Ron, Orange County. Well, Randy and I thank you for the props for sure, because we've been doing this show for a long time. And, you know, quite honestly, it's very difficult for me to regurgitate the garbage from the Sunday before and predict any possible good outcome for the next game. It is a very emotional thing for me as well. Um, you know, that this tribute we had at halftime to Stabler was just soured by the lack of team, the lack of effort. I mean, those moments should be cherished by the fan base. Man, that's brutal for me to witness it and then come back here and have to you know, try to describe it to you guys as tough. And we've been doing it tough for many years now, hoping that any year we could get better over the hump. I got to be honest with you, brothers and sisters, Raider Greg is coming to the end of how much he can hang with this, you know, this team. Not with, it's not about the team, it's more about the fans and the fact that we can be here as a I don't know, a stop stopgap or a place you guys can vent because I feel that shit for sure is very important. I'm not going anywhere right now, but I got to be honest, man. Week after week of this kind of, of, of crap is taking a lot out of me. And I got to be honest. So, till next game, <laughs> next, next week for sure, Raider Greg is just out.